No. So I was like, oh. I, I think Adam Morgan's out of the league. Adam Morgan is? He's definitely out of the league legend. by now. I feel like at that point, I didn't care about What was that other name you said before we started? What? Brad Hand. Yeah, Brad. that's not a real player. That's not a real person. <laughs> He's a big Trumpy. He's of also, course, of course, like, Brad. He's also <laughs> one of the more dominant lefty relievers in the game before last season. Did you guys see? Did you see the one tweet that was like the Phillies team chemistry is going to be insane this year? And it was just all of them being like either unvaccinated, huge I Trump think people fans, were, like people overreacting to that guy's post. Beaters. Like the guy from the Good Fight, he was like, "Oh man, they're all going to like you said that was the guy." Mm-hmm. That tweeted that people are like, oh my god, how dare! It's like, dude, it's hilarious. If it's, anything, it's, it's also the truth. Yeah, but I mean, like, like what do you expect Nola. from a bunch of guys from like from like the South, a bunch of white dudes from the country? Who do the hell do you think they're going to support? And a Mormon. And a Mormon. <laughs> like, I, that's why I can't Bryce judge. Isn't overt with it, I though. can't judge everyone that supports Trump. I can't judge everyone that's a Republican because, like, there's certain it's in people's family for generations. You're taught to vote Republican. I'm technically a Republican. Okay, there's a difference in my opinion. With like the people that I think are pieces of shit, there's a Here big difference go. between Republicans and like conservatives. How? Like if you're like a f- if you're like the uh, same. If you're like well, I this get, isn't going anywhere. I get the spirit of what you're trying to if say. If you're like a far right, you're not, not even like, that far. You but have a problem for some reason with neo Nazis. Which <laughs> for is some <laughs> reason no. we had a good we had a good cold open there, and now we're. <laughs> what is this SNL? <laughs> Yeah, you but, said neo Nazis, and it's not really good for a cold open. Well, yeah, I no. mean, dude, you know, are you so trying? Are, can't have neo Nazis <laughs> in the first five seconds. Are you trying to Joe Rogan me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you get yes. what I'm saying? <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone except for Vince. Shane McGowan and the Pogues on 102.9 MGK. Let me go, boys. Let me go, boys. Oh, we're feeling it. We're feeling the St. Patrick's Day spirit. God God damn. God damn. Taylor Taylor didn't even play the song I sent. I sent a song. That's not how it's recorded. (laughs) And I'm half Irish. Oh, okay. Do you like the Pogues? Shane McGowan and the Pogues? I don't like Celtic music. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Celtic, Celtic. That's Celtic. that's the guys across the across the uh, yeah. channel. That's across the pond. Yeah, no, that's no, not the pond. The channel. Oh, I thought. Wait, the, the Celtics are the guys the, that have Jalen Brown, and uh, uh, I'm the, talking about Scotland. I can't name another Boston Celtic, Celtic by the way. I don't think. But anyway, welcome into from the newsweeds. I'm Seamus Doyle alongside Patrick O'Leary, Vince Lobiondo, and Taylor, who's F Irish, which is wonderful. We got a lot of stuff to get into tonight. Um, listen, the free agency thing going on with base. We got to start with baseball first. Because I know you've been itching. To well, get back I've been at itching it, so. to talk about baseball, and I just really have been reflecting on the utter incompetence of the Phillies front office, uh, particularly John Middleton. When you sign Bryce Harper, a superstar, and you refuse to build around this guy, you have stupid money. Everyone and their grandma. You got to throw the air quotes around that one. Stupid, stupid money. money. <laughs> Everyone and their grandfather is out there available in free agency that will help this team. That will help this team. Now there are some guys who I'm not high on, like Kyle Schwarber. I don't think that he's a guy that you should overpay for. And um, Francisco Rojas, friend of the show, who has a new podcast by the way. Congratulations to him. Uh, I'm sure I'll be a guest. But Francisco Rojas. <laughs> Uh, uh, disagrees with me though. He's oh, we should not overpay for, or we should overpay for Kyle Schwarber. Why? Kyle Schwarber will help this team in a couple ways. Number one, 
he will be a leadoff guy. The Phillies don't have a leadoff hitter. That's right. We are a baseball team that doesn't have a leadoff hitter. That's a recipe for success, right? So Kyle Schwarber will fit that leadoff role. Kyle Schwarber will hit you 35, 40 home runs, especially in Philly. Kyle Schwarber is a good player. He is a husky guy. He's a big bopper, okay? Here we go. Here we go. The sexual innuendos have started. No, I'm staying away from that. But in all seriousness, <laughs> listen, I'm not a... And see, this is where people... Like, I got to stay off Twitter. Because I'll go on there and be like, we shouldn't overpay for Kyle Schwarber. And then people be like, you don't want to improve the team? Well, no, I, I do want to improve the team, but I don't want to overpay for Kyle Schwarber. Um, there's other guys out there that I think fit so well, like Nicholas Castellanos. I think this guy would absolutely rake at Citizens Bank Me Park. and Taylor need Castellanos on the Phillies just for the, I, the I memes. The, vibes. the, the guy, only way I'll pay attention to that is single inning. The, 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 guy will, the guy, besides being a very good-looking guy, the guy rakes. He rakes. And people say, oh, well, he could be a liability in left field. Well, newsflash, we don't have a left fielder right now. We don't have one. So a guy out there that's not going to be a gold glover is still better than nobody. And listen, we got to get into the fact that they're bringing back Odubel Herrera. It is a bad move. It is a horrible move. In in more way, off the field, on the field, it's just an ugly move. I'm glad that you've come around on that. It's an ugly move. The guy is, is, you know. One of the worst moves. He's got terrible. He's got no baseball IQ. The guy overruns second base somehow all the time. Like, Listen, with uh, when you think about his off the field problems, I'm like you could have found any person that like sucks and brought them to play instead of him because like guess what he sucks too. Well, but and maybe you could find someone that isn't a huge piece of shit. Another thing that I wanted to get into that ties into <clears throat> the whole Odubel Herrera thing is there was there was a report I think it was by Philly's beat writer for MLB.com, Todd Zalecki, if I'm not mistaken. Todd had a story out there. That that confirmed rumors that the Phillies were interested in acquiring Tampa Bay center fielder Kevin Kiermeyer, the veteran Gold Glover, who's phenomenal defensive player. He's so good. He would be the best defensive center fielder that this team's ever had, um, in at least in my lifetime. Right, uh, Victorino, whatever. Uh, I would uh, rather bring back Victor. I think he commented on a tweet the other day. Someone yeah. said, "Like I would rather bring back Shane Victorino at his current age than fucking Odubel Herrera." I, I, you know what? I, 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 I wouldn't argue with that. <laughs> Honestly, there's no way he could be that much worse, and he's a he's a great guy. Yeah. But, but here's what I don't understand. Evil scout too. Zalecki said that the asking price for Kevin Kiermaier was quote too high. What the hell could Tampa Bay be possibly asking for for a one way player? He is a, he's a, not an automatic out, but he's pretty damn close to an automatic out in the lineup. He, he'll be your seven, eight, nine hole hitter now that we have a DH, eight or nine, bat him eight, eight or nine, even though I like Segura batting ninth, but that's a whole different story. Um, so I just think that this is another example of John Middleton not being aggressive enough and being too loyal to these guys, like these guys that have, that don't bring you anything. Odubel Herrera is not bringing you anything in center field. He's not bringing you anything offensively outside of hot streaks here and there. Uh, listen, they dropped the ball with the Kiermaier thing. They totally dropped the ball. This guy is an unbelievable defensive player. You don't go out and get him. Instead, you bring back a guy who's got all sorts of problems on and off the field, and you sign him to a one-year major league contract, and you have Dombrowski coming out and saying that this is going to be a platoon season 
between him and Matt Verling, Ver, Verling, whatever the hell his name is. You were talking about horde guys before the show, and I feel like Odubel is that. Oh my God, Odubel's like, a gr- like prime he's exactly example. That. They, they keep bringing these guys back. But, I don't know why they ever kept like, them after. Just get rid of. I mean, them, I know man. why. Man, I mean, this guy would have gotten <clears throat> a job. It's not, dude. Like he would have gotten a, a maybe not. A, honestly, I honestly can be confident in saying. I, I don't think Odubel Herrera would have gotten a major league contract no. with another team. Like I just, think somebody would have signed him to a minor just league deal. Bring in anybody, and like again with this off the field shit, like you like you can listen. It's still wrong, but like there's guys in sports that have done horrible shit, like he's done. But like you look at the team they're on, and they might justify that by saying like, oh well, at least this guy's really good, and like obviously that's morally fucked. But like, what do the Phillies look at with Odubel? They, they look at his off the field and see like mm, he's a piece of shit, and they look at his on the field, and they can't even justify it by saying he's good because he's not. And it's weird. That's a good point, Vince, because they uh, they must have like incompetent people in their front office um, because <laughs> the only that way that was plainly obvious for right, a decade. But the only way to justify the Herrera thing with the Phillies front office as far as how they're observing him as a player is they must look at Odubel and be like, well, he will hit 300 for 15 days. Yeah, for, for a month maybe, but if what, that. But that's not giving you anything. Right. It, uh, defensively, he's a liability. At, On the bases, he's a liability. He's got the crazy batting stance, which I used to like, but now it's like, okay, he's got way too much going on there. That's not a mechanically sound batting stance. It's one of those things, like I said, like I said pre-show. It's one of those things that looks cool when his name and stats pop up, and it says like three eleven, and in May, and then in like July and June when it uh, he does that batting stance and under his uh, name pops up like two hundred. Yeah, exactly. Then it just pisses you off. We all know. We again, like you said, a guy that they keep bringing back, right, Pat? Like. Dude, we know Odubel Herrera. We know what he is. We know... He's been the same thing for fucking five years. We know that he's probably going to go out there and hit 300 for the month of April. Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe have a couple home runs. And make us all think he's good. But like, you know, at, this, pimp- at this point, we dude, can't this fall guy for that. Pimps, this guy bat flips, pop flies to the yeah. pitcher. I'll give... That is the one redeeming quality of Odubel. He has a good pimp. Like he when does he, a good when pimp. When he hits a home run, he, he's good at pimping this the home run. This is terrible phrasing. Sorry, he's good at pimping a home run. It's big context. Uh, yeah. And I'll consider cut he, that, Taylor, please. He's um, good at showboating a home run. Yeah, he's, yeah. that's the one that, good thing better. he does. He's got, see, here's better. the problem, though. He's, he's got, got a good pimp He's got too, swag, but he's got swag oh, no, where Pat. swag is not warranted. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. subtle, Pat. It's, it's ridiculous, but listen, this is what the Phillies are going to do. They're going to run out of Dubo Herrera. He's going to Philly. And then people are going to get upset that they that we brought him back. They're already upset. But when he when he starts slumping in May, June, July, and then he's going to... This is what he's going to do. He's going to go cold in May and June. And right before the All-Star break, he's going to get a little hot. Then we got the All-Star break. And then August, September, abysmal. So, listen, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. They don't have a left fielder. They have Odubel... And Veerling in center field. In right field, he obviously is locked down with Bryce. Veerling? And it's just, he made his debut last year. He have, he, he showed flashes of being good, but how are you going to be a contender and run this guy out? I, it's just beyond me. I don't think he's real either. At, <laughs> I, I mean, at third base, you have Alec Bohm, who is a who's a disaster. Oh, my God. An, an absolute disaster. He's a horrible defender. He's a streaky, streaky hitter. The dude can't hit either. And I see people on Twitter saying, oh, he, well, he could be our DH if we get Bryant. Why? Uh, why the <laughs> hell would you put somebody who can't hit? Uh, why would you make them your designated hitter? 
That doesn't make any sense to me. So no, I'm not doing that. At shortstop, you have a DD Gregorius who is an, a shell of himself. Yeah. He is a goddamn shell of himself. I'm hoping and, he has a little bit of a bounce back and, here, and, honestly. And, and you see the report that came I out today that, that yeah. DD was sick last year. He was dealing with health issues and this and that. But it's like, dude, if you want to win, you, you can't run out DD Gregorius again and expect him to be good. And then at second base, what the hell are they going to do? That Segura's back, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But like... And then you have Jimmy the Scott, cigarettes. yeah, the Scott Kingery situation. The whole, the Phillies. Scott are, Kingery, like I forgot he's it's alive. It's a mess. It's a mess. I yeah, honestly, <laughs> Scott Kingery hasn't passed my mind like in two years or like at least a year and a half. I haven't thought about that man. He does at least once a year for me, just because I just have a Snapchat memory that pops up where I jumped into a and bar rooftop because of him. <laughs> I remember that night. Well, I remember hearing from you on that night. You were a little loaded, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss Kutch. I'm going to miss, miss the shit out of Kutch. That I think that one of the greatest uh, pictures was uh, him in that maroon zip-up uniform. Yeah, Uncle Larry. McCutcheon got the one-year major league deal with the Brewers. Apparently, he's going to start every day. He's, he's a gonna, Brewer now? He's going to be yeah. their left fielder. Yeah. No, good for him. Get off this fucking terrible team. I'll tell you what. I wanted him Go so bad at DH, though. He just came off like his best power-hitting season of his career. Yeah. And I would have fucking loved to have him as a DH. And he wanted to come back. The way yes, he was he tweeting did. throughout the whole lockout and shit and He was everything. working like, out with uh, Reese. Yeah, he was working out in Florida with everybody that's on our team. Also, there's a, a weird... There's there's starting to be a weird subsection on Twitter. And I know Seamus is very plugged in on this. A very weird subsection of Philly's Twitter slash just Philly sports Twitter in general that is like adamantly in defense of Reese Hoskins. And oh, like, my God. I was just going to bring this up. Thank it's so, you. It's so unwarranted. Oh, my God. Like, listen, I also... Uh, this kind of ties into this. Talk about hoarders. That I, might be another I one. I don't eventually. get in Philly why there's the people that are too hard on the players, and I get that, but there's also this group of people who white knight for players that just don't deserve it, like Reese Hoskins. Like, why can't we criticize a guy that hits, like, 220? Oh, he's terrible. Then you look man. at, like, look at, this is uh, not changing the topics a little bit, but I'm going to use this example, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris had a good, like, two games in a row, like, last week or earlier this week, whatever you want to say. Um, and you have people on Twitter, like, apologize to Tobias for him. It's like, dude, yeah. when, like, do you at understand? Su- at some point, like, it, it is uh, what it is. Understand with, with that he is a max player. When he performs well, it shouldn't be a talking yeah, I'll, point. I'll it never should apologize. be. You have people defending Ben still. Oh, yeah. But like, like, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is wrong like, someone like Tobias is a max contract player. Him playing good shouldn't be a talking point. It should be what he fucking does, considering his paycheck. And people are like, oh, this city hates him. And you look at Reese Hoskins, oh. too. Oh, this city is blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you mean? Why, Re- why can't? It's not personal. If Reese Hoskins nah. goes out there and bats a fucking three, whatever, and, and hits healthy. homers and stays healthy, we're going to all love this shit out of Here, him. Here's if my Tobias problem. Harris went out there every night and averaged 20 points and played well, we'd all love the shit out of him. It's not like we hate these people as per- people. No. Th- my my problem... It's crazy. And I could be wrong. Play well and we'll love you. But I feel like there's more Hoskins defenders than there are Tobias defenders. Uh, yeah. That, and, you know... And it, it makes no sense. It's all relative. But, I think it's because he's a little bit more of a homegrown guy, like, talent-wise. Okay. Like, he came up through... System, also, the like, Sixers are just more yeah, but people, prevalent, prevalent than the But But people Phillies. on Philly's Twitter that defend this guy, and it's like, listen, I don't have a problem with him, but I say he is what he is. Yeah. And what he is is a 240 hitter that'll hit 30 home they runs. They defend him, like, adamantly. That's not, and he's not a very good defender like, at you'll, all. You'll see mm-hmm. people tweet shit like... If you criticize Reese Hoskins like you're a fucking idiot, and it's like, in it's, what it's world weird is that to me. the case? It's, it's totally weird to me. He is what he is. He is a 240 hitter that strikes out all the time. 
all and the time. Can't stay healthy. I mean, this guy strikes out constantly. He's like Ryan Howard in the and, later later part of his career. Yeah, and and he'll run into a few home runs. People are still thinking that it's 2017 when he just got called yeah. up and he hits a home run every goddamn night well, think, because pitchers don't know not to throw him a fastball down the middle of the plate. I think a lot of that is bias coming from guys that we have had homegrown, like Howard, like Utley, like everybody. Yeah. Everybody, as soon as you see a guy coming up, compares him to Utley. Literally, almost every single infielder. Cody Ashey. Do yeah. you remember Cody Ashey was supposed to be Chase Utley? Yeah, and Scott Kingery, same thing. And now they're saying the same fucking thing about Bryson Stott. And I'm like, dude, uh, you're I, gonna I don't fuck even, these kids you, you, up. You, like, yeah, but you know where I'm at at the point where I am now with Philly's top prospects. Forget about pitchers because I have zero faith in any of those motherfuckers. Yes, but uh, more so position players because I used to get excited mm-hmm. when you had Dominic Brown come up, oh, who was God. I mean this guy. This guy was the next, like, 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 seriously, this guy was the next, like, whatever. Like, he was the next great uh, thing. He was in the next John Maybe, Yeah, right. That's another <laughs> one. I mean, I didn't think Mayberry was ever no, going to be any good ever. But Dominic Brown, I mean, this guy was highly regarded he around the entire sport. I mean, like, this guy, was, oh, it's so frustrating to think back on all of these busts. Yeah. It's bust after bust after bust with this organization. They don't know how to develop. They don't know how to draft. It, it's it's embarrassing. And you hope to God with this guy they just signed, the coach they just signed, what was it, from the Rays or something? The yeah, player development I, guy? Listen, I don't have any you faith in God. any of those people either. But I you're mean, right. you hope to God he can turn it around because that's the future of the franchise right it, there. It's Don Mattingly's son, I think. I don't even know. Yeah, so. I just remember seeing they signed somebody that's supposedly a good player development coach, and I was yeah. like, hey, well, I mean, that's probably a good thing, a good step in the right direction for the next 10 years. But the bottom line is I don't have any faith in, in this organization anymore. No, I, and I was a fool to have faith in them, like for the amount of time as I did. Dave, Dave Dunn. I th- I saw a tweet today. I forget. It was by one of the like Philly sports accounts, like a uh, fan page. They they said it kind of perfectly. The the Phillies are terrible with getting like the marginal players. Like they hit on the big guys. Yes. Like yeah. uh, Zach Zach Wheeler, Bryce Harper, J T. Romuto, but they miss on everything else. But but they like that's why they can't build a but team. But the only yeah. reason why it's not even like I don't even give them credit for that because it's you're, you're not going to give an organization credit for signing Zach Wheeler who was good to begin with. You're not going to give them credit for signing Bryce Harper who was a perennial MVP candidate because we already knew that these guys were good. They were developed by somebody else. We yeah. don't develop like who was the last like think about it think about pitcher who, who was, was the last Hall of Famer that we developed was, was Cole Hamill we don't the have last one. good pitcher developed in house. Aaron, no- I mean Aaron, Aaron Nola's obviously. I mean he's, you know, I he, think he's, he's going like to bounce back. He's like a third starter. Yes, I think. Yeah, I think Cole. Is probably I, it, it's got to be Cole Hamels at this. point. That is fucking insane. It's got to be. And by the way, he's trying to make a comeback too. It's like, okay, you need to. We love you, Cole. I hope he but does. You need to kick. Rocks. I hope he does. He's got to kick rocks. No, I fucking hope I'd he take does. Him. I mean, he's I love st- he stole Hamels. so much money from the Dodgers and the Braves. It's not even funny. Fuck them. Good for him. That's good. That's, that's our good that's thing. our World Series MVP. Yeah, honestly, yeah. you know what, dude? I love him. Like I said, I I sent out a tweet. I said, listen, I had a poster of Cole Hamels on my wall. I loved him. He was he was an- my favorite. He player. was angelic. He was the World Series MVP. But it's time to hang him up. Uh, but yeah, I think he may have been the last. Like he's, he's going to be my Reese Hoskins this season. Every time you criticize him, I'm just going to shit on you. That's fine. I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I don't anticipate criticizing Cole Hamels the entire year. I'm we're just going to bring him up, though. We're going to have enough to, to criticize with this with this Phillies team coming with up. Our own team. But I am happy we're back. Uh, I'm still not sold that I'm going to go back to the Rangers thing because be, no, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> this is bullshit. No, because I was so emotionally Seamus, abused. Not a man of his word. No, I, I was so emotionally abused by this lockout, and and I was so upset. 
and and just the whole thing you just should started. Just, a baseball fan. just started eating yeah, at me. That that sounds like I a was close. Idea. I no, was close. No, you, you were never were. close. Oh, I think I you was. You could say how you could say you were, but I know for a fact you weren't because every single day I think you were either texting or tweeting back. like, "Oh, lock up my den today." Oh, lock up my den today. <laughs> but at the same time, if it didn't come back, I don't think that I would care. Yeah, you would. Such a liar. You would still be tweeting the exact. You would still be doing the exact same thing. You'd be going, "Oh, Bob Nightingale tweeted this. <laughs> Jeff Passan wow. tweeted this." Yeah, you're passing. Yep, you're right. But <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> I just just ger- <laughs> these journalists are terrible. Let me tell you, they're fake news, is what they are. Fake, fake, fake news. But uh, listen, so I'm not out on Kyle Schwarber. I like the guy. I think he's fine. Uh, I but, forgot this is what we started with. <laughs> he's I mean, trending. I mean, Chris Bryant is a guy that is, listen, he's a versatile guy. You could throw him in the outfield. You could throw him at the at the middle infield positions. You could throw him at third base. He could probably play first base. I mean, the guy's versatile. Uh, he's a perennial MVP candidate. So if you have Chris Bryant and uh, Bryce Harper in the same lineup, two perennial MVP candidates, that's going to be intimidating for a lot of teams, obviously. I mean, they're going to be able to hit. But my issue is, you let Nelson Cruz go to a division rival, he goes to the Washington Nationals, and I just know, I know Nelson Cruz is going to torch the Phillies every time we see them. I I just know that's going to happen. And it's like, Freddie Freeman left, or is about to leave the NL East, but it's like, does it really matter when you have Nelson Cruz, who's probably going to hit 50 home runs next year you know i mean does it really matter so it's like I, the, this team is fucked if they don't if they don't sign at least one of these guys they, they got to get a bryant they got to get castellanos they have to i mean trevor story's another guy carlos correa is out there but the problem with that is you have harper who said oh i don't think carlos correa fits what we're trying to do here because bryson stott it's like He's probably a liberal too. Yeah, but probably. <laughs> but we don't know what Bryson Stott's going to be. Yeah, I have zero faith in this. Like we said, in this development. Uh, yeah, the, why department. should we? But also, but also, like I think Bryce is more in the alley of like sign a couple guys instead of sign one big guy. And he's boys with Chris Bryant, so yeah. and he's asked Dombrowski apparently to sign him. And by the way, Jason Stark, I know you're in the Hall of Fame, buddy. But um, uh, I we tweeted uh, a poll today. Because Jason Stark was on a local sports radio show, and he said that he doesn't know if Chris Bryant wants to come to play for Philly. Well, you when, know the last person he said that about was right. Th- exactly right. <laughs> the last person he said on the same goddamn radio show, it was about Bryce Harper too. Harper might not want to play in Philadelphia. So I mean, that guy's a fraud in that sense because he's just saying that because it's a, it's a it's a, it's a convenient thing to say. Oh, nobody wants to play for Philadelphia. I, oh, I have reservations about playing for Philadelphia. Well, if he's right. Well, he was wrong about Bryce Harper. The thing is, he's totally... He he's just throwing it out there to create I, a narrative. I, yeah, and I know he's in the Baseball Hall of Fame, Ford C. Frick Award, all that shit. But, I mean, uh, to me, he doesn't really have uh, anything to stand on when it comes to that. Because he was already wrong about Bryce Harper. Uh, so I'm not believing you about Chris Bryant. Because Chris Bryant... And it was Bryant, almost word for word, too. It That's was word for word, thing. pretty much. <laughs> and this guy's friends with Bryce Harper. He's, they're boys. They grew up in Vegas together with him and Jimmy Kimmel, I guess. And Bryce Harper. But I don't know. And the killers. But I, I just don't I don't know what to do anymore about this team. I'm kind of I'm sort of excited for opening day. Um listen, am I gonna watch every Phillies game? Yeah, of course I am. But <laughs> if they don't go watch out every game, if, if they don't go out and grab one of these guys, uh I mean I just don't know what you're what the message you're sending to the fans if you're John Middleton is. 
I don't know what that is. I think it's a slap in the face to not only the fans, but to your franchise player, the face of the franchise. You are wasting his prime if you don't give him pieces. He doesn't have anything to work with right now. He's got D.D. Gregorius and Odubel Herrera and Matt Veerling to work with. The shadow of D.D. Gregorius. And As of right now. And you have, listen, you have JT. Okay, that's awesome. You have a catcher that's competent, who didn't have a great year last year, by the way. Yeah, he had a rough year last year from the from the box. I'm, so, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. It's very, very weird to me. The, the, uh, they they got to they gotta go out and they got to get somebody. They got to get a couple of these guys. Yeah, well, I guess we will just have to wait and see what happens. But uh, twenty five minutes of Phil's talk. Yeah, my let's God. do this. Wild. It's also my God. There's so much pent up anger that I have for this organization and for John Middleton in particular. So what are we, you doing if they don't sign anybody? Yep, I mean, going dude, back to the random uh, Phil's talk. No, I mean, I need an explanation from. I mean, I'll go down. There's there. a lot of anger. <laughs> I have to let out. I'll go down to Citizens Bank Park and ask. What are you going to do? I'll try to get in touch with John Middleton. <laughs> I'll call Citizens Bank Park. You think he just chills at CBP all day? I, yes. I mean, <laughs> I don't even think he knows that he owns a baseball team at this point. Probably not. He He's probably confused why some guy named Bryce Harper keeps calling him every day to sign a, another guy named Chris Bryant. He's like, who the hell's Chris Bryant? Oh, didn't he play for the Cubs? <laughs> yeah, that's the one, buddy. Now you well, can sign him. Uh, speaking of panel banger, <laughs> since the last time we were here, it's been a long week for the Sixers. Uh, so um, let's, I think people are a little too depressed. Let's about the uh, start right on now. Thursday. I think you got to relax. So no, uh, it's just not, I'm not talking. Ben about Simmons Thursday. comes back <laughs> to town and uh, he's getting the shit all day, as he was expected. But by the way, to. that was way overhyped compared to what happened. Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I mean, that guy did not get it as nearly as bad as I thought he was because well, he get wasn't it. playing. No, but still, I mean, if, people. If he had been playing every time he touched the ball, the no, ball but that's that different. Game. But that's but that's what I was saying. I think yeah. the whole thing was totally overhyped. Famous because they were making ESPN was making it out to seem like there was going to be an assassination attempt. It yeah. wasn't just ESPN. It was your local talk radio in this city that oh, was yeah. saying th- there was literally people on the air saying, "Guys, I'm begging you, don't do anything drastic." Nobody, yeah, because nobody was going to do anything out. drastic. No, it was literally because of the report, the report that came out. That was why everybody was freaking out. So what there report? was a, the, the report that came sports out. report. Yeah, the report that came out that said that the they were going to try and use Thursday's game in the arbitration to get his money back. Uh, yeah. That turned out that to was be why, bullshit. I feel like no, no, but that was why people were like calling in and freaking out. That's why you had people from like random places like yeah. freaking out. I about mean, it. also, wh- I don't want him to get paid, but like as a fan, do I really care? No, no, no. no. I mean, Who what cares? the hell does that affect us yeah, anyway? Right. It doesn't. I mean, if he gets paid, he but gets paid. Let's talk about the actual game because the Nets came out and had a lot to prove, and the Sixers didn't really give a fuck. It looked like. <laughs> Because uh, we got right off, we got right off the court. You know what happened though? Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant took that game more personal than than James Harden did. A lot happened more. What's that? A lot more happened than that. What do you mean? A lot more happened than that? Uh, I think I think that those guys really wanted to beat the shit out of James Harden and yeah. the and the Sixers. I think they took it way more personal than James Harden did. And that's not a knock on James Harden. James Harden also just had his uh, a bad fucking game. Yeah, well, he picked a really bad night to have no, that. I, yeah, he did. And listen, Maxi uh, was way too passive. He was every time he touched the ball, he was looking for him beat or Harden. Yeah. He didn't really do much himself. They uh, missed they missed every defensive rotation you could 100%. possibly imagine. Their transition defense is as bad as advertised. Mhm. And, uh, and Joel, worse, worse that than was the one game where Joel did look like a foul merchant because he could not hit from the field. Yeah, but I hate when people even. Yeah. No, I know. I'm saying he, that I mean, game. He, up, that he game. Did. He lived up to that. I guess. I and then Harden too. Like Harden you was can't just say I guess to that. Harden literally was just driving in and like not even going for baskets, just trying to draw. Yeah. Which, by the way, he's still doing that. So but like, we'll get into that. The sad later. thing is, there's not a lot to talk about with that game. But I will say, 
first of all, KD, uh, him and him and uh, MB jawing at each other. It's always funny because you know they do respect each other. And then there's videos after of here's what KD shit talking Sixers fans, and mm-hmm. KD really didn't hold back after this no. game, saying like you can't boo him when we're beating the shit out of you, yeah. essentially. And listen. Uh, we're still I, gonna. <laughs> but but you know what annoys yeah. me about that? It's like okay, we all see KD and Joel like going at it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, they're like two of the best players in the league, and they're very competitive. But like, why do you have to ask both of them if you're the press afterwards? Yo, are you guys good? It's like, what the um, hell do you think they're gonna say? Like, I just think that those. Well, uh, they're hoping for them to say no. I know, and but like, I hate light. that. That's annoying to me. Like, why can't you just let them goddamn play the game and be emotional about it? It was an emotional ass game. And then. uh and then Kyrie. Am I wrong? Um, thank, thank fucking God for that mandate. Yeah. Because just oh, now, God. as this podcast is going on, he just scored 60 points. He's an animal. Uh, set the Nets franchise record. He said, listen, Carl Anthony Towns, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shit uh, all over you. The NBA you. just tweeted it was the first time since like the 19 fucking 40s that uh, two players have scored 60 points in the same week. That's the also week. the crazier part was that Cats yesterday was the first 60-point game of the season, which was like one yeah. of the longest it's been without having a 60-point season. Well, LeBron had what, though? 50, 56. 56? Yeah. Oh, God damn it, LeBron. But um, d- thank, God, the first. thank God he can't play in every game because, dude, he looks phenomenal this well, year yeah. when he does to be, play. To be fair. He's had a lot of time to, you know, yeah, I know. relax his body, you sage know, himself. But you know, sage himself. My favorite, go on, go on to eight chan a little bit. My favorite part of the Nets news right now is, um, if you remember two weeks ago or last week, I said, uh, how funny would it be if Ben Simmons yeah. didn't play this year? Yeah. That is slowly becoming a reality. Uh, Steve Nash was asked, and he said he's hopeful Ben Simmons makes his return this year. It's it's going to be a that night- is it's not be a, a, a good sign. It's going to be a nightmare. Pat and I were just talking on the drive-in. That this what? this has the Dude, potential. What if the Nets win the finals? This, this has ben. this. They're not going to do that. But this has the potential to be such a disaster. They could still come out of the East. Kevin, Kevin Dur- do you think Kevin Durant is a happy person right now? No, no way. He's not happy. He's not happy with Ben. I'm I'm sure of that. I'm sure. Dude, there's no way a guy like Kevin Durant respects Ben Simmons. There's just no way. There's no way in hell he he thinks that like he's like a good guy or anything like that. Well, Kevin so Durant- he probably thinks that Ben is selfish. He probably thinks that Kyrie's selfish, and he's going to force his way out of there, and it's going to end bad. Well. It's I, don't think he, I don't think about as much with Kyrie, because him and Kyrie are like boys. I but know. I don't know. Ben, I, I could see it. I, I could see him wanting to get the fuck out of there fast. I wouldn't blame him at all. Me either. They legitimately though, if this if this mandate does get lifted at any point in the playoffs or anything, and Kyrie can play in all the games, they're like, trouble. Who's beating them? Nobody. Realistically, <laughs> like I, I have I, no I, idea. I'm going to be tell you they this beat right the now. Shit out of us without we Ben aren't. Simmons. We aren't beating them because, and listen, I'm gonna. We would have been better I'm off gonna, if Ben was playing because then we could have fouled him. I don't want <laughs> to jump. True. I don't want to jump the Magic game here, but I mean, it didn't really matter that much. But last night's game against the Nuggets proved why <laughs> I think we don't beat them. <laughs> Wait, you can't just like you know not talk about the, the well, Orlando what happened game. in them overtime with a terrible team. Well, I mean, also like the bias revenge. They were extremely <laughs> yeah. like just flat. Yeah, well, yeah, that entire game. Yeah, that was a rough game. It was to boring. Watch. And then of course the excuses, oh well, they didn't get they didn't get to bed until four in the morning. So listen. They almost won that game last night though. They did. They, but when you get ninety points from your it was like ninety some points from your starters. Yeah. That, and then you can't win a game like that. I mean that is fucking. We have that's the worst bench in all of basketball. In the history uh, of the George game. Niang, it, it must be like seriously, it's gotta be statistically up there with the worst bench in the history of the game. George it Niang, might be, it's it be, be one of the worst bench performances. I yeah. wouldn't say we I, have the worst I don't bench. think they're no, a good obviously bench. on paper we're not a bad bench. Uh, no, 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 I think big. we are. I don't think we are. I don't think Danny Green's a J- bad player on paper. I do. 
Why? At, at this, Look, at this he's point, a solid role player. He's supposed to. He's, he's supposed to be a corner he's got three no option, lateral movement. and that's it. Yeah. So he's George, no George Niang movement. is good. And I think at at least at this current moment, every other player coming off our bench is not. He, George well, Niang's good, but what the fuck was that last no, night? This is, uh, yeah, this is what I said. This is First what I said to Seamus, though. This is why he can't start. It's like he doesn't have that starter. Like he's not a starter. He's yeah, a no, role I, player. He'd be an all star if he was dude, that, that as good as a couple nights ago. I know. Like, yeah, exactly. That, that's the reason why he's dude, on the bench. That three yeah. attempt hit the backboard. I know, and then he missed Maxi. And then uh, Tyrese is wide open. That's what happens when you have a role player in a like, clutch what, time. What's going on? But who else? Come, like Danny Green is, is slow. Uh, Shake Milton looks disinterested at times. Well, they're all uh, slow. Burke on they're all slow. Can't That's shoot. Isaiah Joe doesn't get enough minutes to actually even prove himself. Mm. Who else is coming off our bench? DeAndre Jordan. Terrible. Been looking <laughs> terrible ever since I said he played fine. He, he made a couple good plays last night, but he was so, terrible. Like we, Besides Niang, there's not another good player coming off our bench. I, I, I said it. They're, they're going to throw Furkan out there tomorrow he's, because he doesn't have another choice. He's not going to go with Joe. We, we know that he's not going to play Joe at all. He's not. So he's going to go out with Furkan in hopes that Furkan turns it on all of a sudden after being shit the entire season. Terrible, 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 terrible. So I don't know. I mean, this Doc Rivers also doesn't have a lot to work with. I mean, he gets shit on a lot. I shit on him. I think he's the most overrated coach of all time. But they blew a nineteen point fucking lead. Yeah, but like, like they had what the hell is he going to? What does he have to work with? Bones Highland, fucking. They murdered. also had one of their best first quarters of the entire season. Like th- they have been getting shit on, and then the Fiebel disappears for the past month. They've been getting shit on for literally just coming off, just coming out with slow starts, and then this they fucking bang right out of the gate. They're up nineteen, like everything's smooth sailing. They just can't, they couldn't close it out. And next thing you know, it's fifty-eight, fifty-three. I thought they were gonna blow time. that team out, team out. Seriously. I was fucking hoping. They I really would, thought they would, but I knew Jokic. I, I knew that team wasn't going down that easy. Like no. I, I just knew that. Like at least uh, Embiid outplayed Jokic, right? He outplayed yeah, the Joker. Despite whatever you fucking stat nerd on Twitter says, yes. They have these guys have to be like like trolling, right? No, to, to say that not. Jokic is that legit good. No, yeah, Jokic no, is yeah, great. Yeah, we're God. not saying he's not. But did Joel Embiid not outperform him last night? He did. He certainly did. Jokic is phenomenal. Jokic was coming up in the clutch though. Yeah, but dude, he he dude he torched. Jokic. When, I mean, yes, defensively, he's Jokic not Jokic was a, what was he, a minus But that's got to mean something. Yeah, Jokic like was that. a minus nine on the floor last night or something like that. Right. And Joel was like a plus, what, is, fifth, 13, I think. Yeah, 13. But like, I, I don't like the debate either. I think it's I think it's stupid. And you need the debate because it's good. To, I mean, what, what would we do without the debate? You know, we have to do a sports show, right? So it's fun in a way, but it's also stupid because these are two of the like best big men in the game, obviously. <laughs> so why the fuck are we even comparing? Speaking of like the debate, uh, it just reminded me of a funny Skip Bayless tweet. I think it was last night where he tweeted. Um, no, Joel's the best. No, no. It, was, it wasn't even about the situation. It was about, uh, I think Ke- it was like Kevin Durant says, stop debating LeBron versus Jordan, no, KD, you stop. <laughs> like, where does he come up with this? Like, he rules. He's such an idiot. <laughs> no, he's awesome. He's a buffoon. <laughs> he's, he, awesome. he's always been my least favorite out oh, of them. Oh, God, he's so, everyone hates him. Well, like, everyone literally, hates everyone hates That's him. That's why he's so successful. Uh, listen, if Charles Barkley hates the man as much as he does, you know, he's got he's got more no, on him than just bad takes. Listen, last night showed like the Sixers' weakness here. Like, okay. um, I'm just saying, everybody hates That's Skip. Such a weird. You're the, you're the only person that enjoys Skip Bayless. He's pretty funny. I'm I like, be I, dude, I, I, funny. I like Stephen A. Smith more than I like Skip. He's uh, an entertainer, and I honestly love Stephen A. Stephen A. is very entertaining. 
He's a cartoon character, but he's at least he's entertaining. At I miss I miss when the two of them were on first take together, dude. See? That was a fucking but electric a, factory. But Stephen A is more charismatic than Skip Bayless is. Yeah, but when the two of them were on fucking first take together, that was absolutely electric. They would just jaw back. And, 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 and now they're exploring with, with, with Mad Dog Russo, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> that guy should that guy should have retired years no, ago. No, Mad Dog rules. Mad Dog's terrible now, no, dude. Not. He used to be great. Hey, listen, uh, Stephen A. He's a, he's another cartoon. He sounds character. like he sounds like a cartoon like New York City sewer rat. Steven, I know that you're wrong, but let me tell you why you're wrong. It's like, come on, dude. Urban Magic Johnson is the best player to ever <laughs> by the, exist. By the way, man, dog, listen, you, you could say what you want about me, and I'm not that versatile in a lot of sports besides baseball. That guy certainly doesn't know shit about any sport besides baseball. So I don't know why you're having him on first take, but that, you know it's a story for another day. Yeah, because he talks like this. Yeah. Well, anyway, all you got to do is talk like that. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll go apply for ESPN tomorrow. What's up? I'm Seamus Doyle. I want to talk to Stephen A. Smith. We're going to debate Bryce Harper all day. That would be probably the worst segment ever. Maybe I'll I get a job. With- Nobody that. gives a shit about Bryce. <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe I'll go get a job with Mike. Fran- Wasn't he with uh, Mike Francesa for a while? It was that's uh, literally his career. Yes. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Well, now he's on the MLB <laughs> network. too. But back to the Sixers. <laughs> Did last, like how, back how, to the, sh- the shitty Sixers. How concerned I'm are off. you guys after last night? Like nah, our group concerned. chat, like really, like got down I, in the dumps. I'm not concerned, including me. I got down in the dumps. I'm a very uh, reactionary person. You're in the dumps with the mumps. That's so blind I, I, I'm a little concerned, but I'm not like insanely concerned. Uh, there's certain things that obviously concern me. Like we don't really have phenomenal bench pieces that we could have. Uh, we probably that's putting it mildly. Yeah, I mean, like we yeah, probably nice. have some homegrown talent that uh, Doc just doesn't want to fucking use because he's a moron and doesn't like young players. Scale of one to ten, where you at? Ten um, being the most worried. Like, okay. Oh, I'm probably like a four. I'm a three, two. Maybe I'm a two. Oh, really? I'm yeah. like, I might be like a Not four worried. or a five. Not worried. It, it, you know, sometimes the delusional bandwagon Sixers fan. Everybody I'm, sometimes I'm a, doesn't sometimes, know what it's like to be hurt by this team year after year. I'm, I'm a nice seven and a half. Oh, there you go. Concern, <laughs> you're, you're concerned that much? Why? Uh, just just because a, of the bench? Just in a playoff series, it's not looking as... I mean, the bench isn't as important in the playoffs. Exactly. Um, see, what concerns me more, honestly, has been Harden's decline in his own personal scoring. and He might be hurt. Um, I don't know. He might be still injured and a little bit. He's, well, I think a lot of it, too, is he's not necessarily looking to score for himself. He's trying to get other people going, but their guts... And Doc even said it himself, which you got to give him credit for that. He said, I said to James the other day, like, stop like being so passive be more assertive don't be Ben no, he didn't say this don't be Ben Simmons like don't just he would never out. say that yes, right. he would never talk <laughs> negatively about uh, his about his child I feel like he loves Ben more than he loves Austin I'm, I'm he probably convinced. does he hates Austin well, he traded, traded the guy you know <laughs> you know Austin had him thrown out a couple years ago or he was clapping yeah. because he got thrown out but uh no so like I I think that's a big part of it honestly like in the first couple games you saw James like taking more shots like being more aggressive but I've, noticed, I've like, noticed that too like like he's just he's too worried on on passing the ball right now, yeah, and th- there's and no think, there's no like happy medium there. Like yeah. he's not taking his own shots, yeah. and the step back three's not has not been working at all lately. Mm-hmm. It's just off for whatever reason. But he's, that's just yeah. he's slumping. I mean, do you want him to stop <laughs> attempting step back threes? No. So I mean, I'm not worried. He's James Harden, man. 
He's the he's the man with the beard. I know, but I just, you wanted just, him. It, it worries I wanted me, them the damn it worries right me this late in the season just because like you obviously do have playoffs coming up. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in Doc as a coach anyway. So they might be tanking. They might be tanking just, for a different seed in the playoffs. You know though. You that know was that? my idea. He's just stealing ideas. You from don't my head know. Now. That's literally I said that to him. I was putting in. it on a tee. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just scared. I was teeing it up for you. I'm very Taylor, scared. Never, the of listeners another, know that I'm not coming up with that. I'm very scared of another second round exit. Like I'm. For like the hundredth year in a row, I feel like that's what we're looking at here. Because for the listeners, Vince looks like he's about to cry. Yeah, um, <laughs> like I, feel like, I just feel like we're gonna get matched up with whoever in the first round. Beat Here's them something in like interesting six. for you: if the Nets go further in the playoffs than the Sixers, which do, they will, I'm calling that right now. Is the Harden trade a mistake? No. Why? No. Ben Simmons wouldn't play here. Huh? So it's yeah. literally it's as simple as it's that. A good point. Seth Curry included, maybe. So. Seth because Car- that's interesting, Listen, right? Because I, because we got Harden. I'm gonna let you finish, but I don't think real quick. Let me cut in just for one little second. All right, I don't, Kanye. I don't think Seth Curry being on this team right now instead of James Harden makes us any bit better. It, it I mean, with the, with the and way even give us back Andre, it doesn't do anything for us really. Uh, Andre, I don't know. Yeah, Andre's yeah. dropping like twenty a night now. <laughs> Andre <laughs> was like, by far the best backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. Well, I mean, now he's fact, starting, right? Well, he's, he's starting over starting, there, right? Yes. The yes. fact that we have DeAndre Jordan now as a backup is Ugh. more appalling. God, um, he's terrible. I'm just saying, like, I, I would much rather I have Bassi. I don't think this team would be in a much better position if the. I don't think they'd be in a better position at all. Let me phrase it that that way. This team would not be better off if we didn't make the trade. No, no, no. I'm not saying. No, I know you're not. I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, I. I agree with this you. This trade was something that had to happen. Ben Simmons wouldn't play here, and you if gave up had, two guys. If whatever. they advance, though, man, I don't, that's an interesting discussion. Well, the reason why the trade isn't going to be a failure right away is because, I don't know, I mean, the Nets are probably going to do think Harden all, wants to stay here the if Nets we, are gonna if we have all, a first-round exit or something like that? I, think I don't Har- know. I think Harden will be fine with staying here. I don't know, man. I think he will, too. Oh, I mean, he's real got quick, more before it leaves around. my mind. Um, after the Nets game, Harden goes out, and people post that all over, and people are mad. Uh, I think it was like two weeks ago, we said uh, we don't need our players to be like, fuck, yeah, not everyone wins. has to be Jimmy Butler or yeah. Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, like all you give a fuck about is basketball. Um, those which is, people which is are, true. Those people that are mad at Harden about that are just fucking ridiculous because it's so funny how the first couple games when Harden was here and we were winning... Um, Sucking them off. Uh, like. He was. He was it. Those pictures would come out of him in the gym with Joel after the game, yeah. or him running up and down the steps after the game. And you. This is more on a national scale than uh in within Philly. But people would be like, "Oh, all this extra shit. Oh, look at look, 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 like just you know like getting on him for that." He's posing. And then for the he cameras. goes out after a game, and everyone's mad about that. Exactly. So can't, it's like that, he can't. You win. can't say, "Oh, well, maybe he should get in the gym," because when he was in the gym after wins, you all it was just for the cameras about it. Yeah. See, I, my problem with that is. Like I don't think people understand He's how like being. like plans work. Like, did you ever make plans to well, go out with somebody? Well, no, yeah, but another thing too is like, what was he supposed to do? Go, go, go ever, and cry? Bad day at the office. You saw people all yeah, over. Exactly. You saw like, all over. People right, were saying that, which is true. Yeah, right. What the it's fuck the do they expect to do? It's the only logical explanation, like you just said, Pat. You was, a shitty day at work. Yeah, yeah you go out drinking. Yeah, I gotta forget it. I do that. I did that. It's just a weird obsession that some fans have where they want their players to be like depressed when they lose. Like at the yeah. end of the day, James Harden's a it, fucking it's millionaire. It's just He's gonna go out and have fun. About. And you know what? Uh, listen, guys work out. They go to the gym and then they spend time with family. James Harden doesn't have a family. Mm-hmm. He, he's a single guy. He has no kids. He goes out and parties. That's like, his thing. Another, That's his family time. Another thing, yeah. like people say, well, NB like doesn't do this. Well, NB is a family. NB is a family. Doesn't, and he doesn't drink. Doesn't drink. <laughs> NB has a wife and a child. Yeah. 
Um, like, you better believe though, if they want to chip, like he's partying. Oh, no, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, he's, well, you he saw might have his the, first alcoholic drink. You saw him when at the uh, Eagles parade. Like, yeah, exactly. If, if if the Sixers have a practice and Joel and B and James Harden grind it out for his man, however many hours, and then at the end of practice, uh, Joel goes to a home to his family and James goes out with his friends. Why are we like looking at James in a negative light? Because yeah. because like James, he's just doing what he wants after he's put in work. Like, because there's already it's a false. It's a terrible narrative. There's already a false narrative around James Harden. And it's it's been that way his entire time in the league. Yeah. Like everyone yeah. always says, oh, well, all he does is he goes to the strip club and like he doesn't cares? care about basketball. You know, everything. This guy is gets so much shit talked about. And him. as I've said before, I don't care if my player is obsessed with the sport. Just go out, do your job, dominate, and that's it, all. I if want. you're as good as James Harden, does it really matter? It looks if, like he's about to release a devil's advocate take right here. Yeah, I'm ready. I, I think <laughs> he whipped his head around, man. <laughs> I think caring about the game. God, I mean, I hate saying it, but I think that is like sometimes the margin that like makes a team a championship or not. Sure, like, the top player like, of all no, time. He's one of the best players. If James of all Harden time. doesn't care about basketball, and like that, that would mean he hasn't for a while, right? Then go back to the Rockets days when he didn't care about basketball and he was averaging like thirty points a game. Uh, well, the whole thing's bullshit. You don't have to give a shit. Like it doesn't have to be your entire life. Right, that's what I mean. Not that you don't, you don't care have to be at all. Chris, you don't have to be Chris Paul. Right, yeah. where who like that's all he cares about is basketball. Asshole. But it, that's all he cares about, right? Is the game like that? He's obsessed with basketball. He loves the sport. Like, I mean, you can name the guys: LeBron James, Chris Paul, Kevin Jimmy Durant, Butler. Jimmy Butler. Sure. <laughs> to be fair, I, I don't. Be, I don't think I would put Jimmy Butler in that. No, category, I wouldn't. You know I'm just saying? messing around. Yeah, but literally, it's just Jimmy Butler because he tries to be that. Well, yeah, but, I think that's two different things. Yeah. 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 I don't. I won't get too caught up. I think. In all I think this, you have a point in that. It, like, it helps at least if you. I, I think that's the margin of difference that you need in some situations. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But but I mean, like Harden is what he is. Like like we've known this about Harden. That Maury knows this about Harden. Everybody knows it about Harden that he doesn't really like. He's not like obsessed with basketball. Everybody knows that. I don't even. I, don't, think I wouldn't even say that. He's still like, like, But like, like he's would, not. That's like, a very like, bad why phrase. Do, like I'm not saying well, you're doing this, but why do people? To Chris Paul. Why do people equate wanting to go out? live your life with not caring like do i not care about my job because i go home and drink like no. it's it's just it's, a, it's so bleak I'm it's sorry. a ridiculous it's a ridiculous <laughs> hey thing. guys i go home and drink after every night yeah after every shift <laughs> yeah listen but i got a lot of hand warts let's not get i'm a carpenter too caught up in it um the sixers <laughs> it's been this a rough Vince's therapy session yeah <laughs> it's, it's been a rough week uh just looking to bounce back by the way we got in like a random twitter argument with a guy who was like i was so bizarre we, what the hell we, else we tweeted out like we what, wanted the, like what is wrong with we us? tweeted out like the sixers will bounce back and this guy like went on a whole rant about how the sixers weren't good and we make excuses and i said where in this post did we make a single <laughs> yeah. excuse this is what happens when i take control of the twitter page for yeah. once <laughs> whatever like, now all of a sudden we're, we're like not like good for twitter yeah. It's whatever. People hate us. Listen, any interaction is good interaction. I guess. Um, I mean, I'm trying to get the people involved. Moving Mm -hmm. on to the last relevant Philly team that we care about right now. Sorry, Flyers. Um, The Eagles... Free agency has been going on and pretty uh, abysmal so far. I mean, yeah, they've missed I out mean, on a lot of guys. It depends what you're. It depends what route you're trying to take here with the slow build or. I think Chark uh, missed out on Chark, and I wasn't a big Chark guy, but a lot of people wanted him. I would have liked him. Yeah, I, I I just don't get like the whole like and Amari Cooper to the Browns. Like, aren't you trying to like target a like a decent receiver? 
at this point, I don't know. They I don't might even draft know one. who. Like I like obviously with the Calvin Ridley shit that happened. Like that sucks. That man. really sucks. That like really that because he was going to really be an eagle. Sucks. Yeah, I know he was literally like literally he was on track to be an eagle. But who knows? I mean, that might have derailed some plans for Howie. He might be taking a year off from that. You never. I know. think they're more likely. To, I think they're more likely to draft a first round receiver than sign a free agent wide receiver. I don't this year. like that. I, I, don't, I don't see like at this at point, all. I wouldn't mind it because you just got to you just got a rusher. You, yeah, you just got a decent rusher. Hassan Reddick is a proven rusher too. Like. Former Temple Al, yes, is a new eagle. Hometown boy, Taylor, it's your neighbor, right? Back uh, to back, Mr. Reddick. Yeah, he's from Hatton Heights. There you go, yeah, baby. Boy. Uh, maybe maybe he's a Springsteen fan. I don't <laughs> know. Back to back, double no. digit sack seasons for that guy. So yeah. that fills what was it, 23 that, and a half? Yeah, that fills what was probably the biggest need on. The, he's already the, pandering, the, by the, the way. Defense. You see that? And I'm not mad. Well, he's from he's not mad. He's from here. He doesn't he's have from South Jersey. He's pandering already, though. No, he's already posted a video today. He's already in the Eagles gear. He's probably had it in his closet. Probably had it in the closet. He's already working out though he's ready to be an eagle but uh with that signing what pat just said is 100 percent true now you have uh the reins to kind of go after a wide receiver in the first yeah. round because you don't need an edge rusher in the first round now he's gonna he's gonna be a fan favorite like right oh, away. definitely right away I mean, he's, he already very, is. he's very good he's already yeah. here uh i think they said since uh since he got drafted he's fifth in the nfl in sacks which is only behind mm-hmm. like uh was that a free agent i don't sign? remember all the guys was like that, Aaron that was Donald. a free agent signing right how many years did he get um, three years, right? Three, yeah. He's yeah, three 27 years. right now. He'll be 28, I think, when the season starts. Safe yeah. to get a Hassan jersey? I, I don't see why not. Three sure, years here. I'm going to be in the market for, for some Eagles jerseys. It, I would just get a Dawkins one. Quite frankly. Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Or Kelsey. Can't yeah. Kelsey. Kelsey's, Kelsey's a move. Or Jordan Mylotta. See that national anthem? Sure, line some love. Yeah, see that? What do you guys that think about pretty, that? That was pretty great. That, that was, was hilarious. The guy one can't of the greatest sing. things ever. He can't say. No, but I don't, you just I don't give a that. fuck. I don't give a fuck I'm if he can sing. That Listen, was awesome. I'm a noted hater of the National Anthem, and even I uh, thought that was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was awesome for two reasons. One, That's because the one was, time you're standing up for the oh, goddamn thing. Fuck it, st- <laughs> Jason Kelsey could sing me anything, and I'd stand up <laughs> with my fucking right. hand over my heart. Damn right. So that was that was awesome for two reasons, honestly, because... And it was kind of kind of sucked for another, but I'll talk, get into that uh, the third part. But uh, no, it was awesome for two reasons. One, he got Connor Barwin's um, uh, charity up to with hundred over a hundred thousand dollars, something like that. That's awesome. And that's there the reason. Go. Like he said, uh, Connor Barwin or somebody said that if Jason Kelsey helped get him over a hundred thousand donations, then he would sing the national anthem at the Sixers game. And so that was awesome. No, that, that was the backstory. I, I didn't know that there yeah. was a backstory. Oh yeah, they were they were talking about it on a uh, NBC Sports last night. Oh nice. But um, so that was backstory to that. So that was awesome because one Connor Barwin, Septa guy, everybody loves him. Oh, here. we love the Septa guy. And uh, he's still on the Eagles staff. I'm pretty sure. So that's a huge plus. Is but, he uh, actually? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as of last year, he was because they were they was using pictures and stuff. He's like on the development staff or something. Wow. But uh, so he. That was a huge part of it. And then also, it's just a huge plus to see Jason Kelsey, one, fresh off his unretirement, not unretirement, but I mean, like, not retiring speech. He was wearing then, the dude sweater, too. Yeah, he's, he's, he, just looked like, awesome. he just looked like a G. Like, the, the motherfucker's just out there, and he doesn't even give a fuck what he sounds like. And he came out and said that that was one of the most nervous he has ever been in his life. No, he didn't sound bad that. either. I mean, he's not a singer. I know, I did. But my favorite part was when he got to the Rockets, and he just started screaming. He's like, ah, no Rockets! Yes, that's, yes. That's the classic, move, it up when you, that's the classic move when you can't sing. You I know. Scream he, was still, scream it. he was still better than Fergie. I know. Oh it's God, just, that was yeah. the first thing I said. Way I was better. like, you know what? Jason Kelsey, I'll take you any day at the All-Star Game over Fergie. Fuck Fergie. Even like, though Shaq put it you know, pretty well when he said uh, she's still sexy. <laughs> yeah. But Courtney Jason's still hours. sexy. I mean, listen. I, she could, Fergie could sing me anything and I wouldn't give a shit. Her lovely lady lips. Oh. <laughs> okay. In the back and in the front. Um... <laughs> 
That's check them out. That's literally though the only fucking no, 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 you're not gonna go Eagles have uh, made. Never mind. But wait, wait, one more thing. Oh, okay, the only ahead. bad part about that was they did it before a Sixers game because every time the Sixers have something cool before a Sixers game, they, they lose. lose. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Especially the Harden. This thing. is why that's we can't have nice things. I was kind of nervous after Harden ringing the bell, and, and we got blown out by Boston. Yeah. <laughs> um. This from a from a very happy moment to a little bit of a like darker. I, listen, I just want to talk about this real. <laughs> I want to talk about Vince, this. Real, this isn't your therapy. No, session. no, no. I want to talk about this real quick. <laughs> Taylor looks very concerned. No, by no, the no. Way. It's, it's Eagles related. Uh, the, no. show, the, the Sean Watson stuff came out. Yeah. Fuck and uh, he wasn't criminally charged. And uh, Adam Schefter a stupid tweet and uh, a lot of people have had, for a lot of people have had a lot of stupid tweets in the last few days so I just want to talk about that real quick um I don't I, I know that the Eagles are not linked to him anymore and I couldn't be happier I wouldn't want to touch that fucking situation believe it or not there's some people on Twitter like trying it, to say that the Eagles so, are linked to it which is hilarious uh, I think there's a lot of people out there that don't realize that uh sexual assault and rape is probably the hardest thing to prove in a criminal uh case and lack of evidence does not mean Deshaun Watson did not do the things no, he's course. being accused of by 20 plus women. Where there's smoke, there's so, fire. So, uh, yeah, when 20, I think it's 22 is the exact number, and he yep. paid a couple off. So, like, when you have that many women accusing you. Well, when you say he paid like, them off, he settled with them. Yeah. I would like to uh, assume that not all of them are lying. So uh, I would really like to not uh, get involved there. And if you want to take morals out of it, there's a good chance he still gets suspended because of civil civil cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, like for common. example, wasn't criminally that's charged, common. and he was still suspended by the NFL. You, for you think that's definitely going to happen? I, civil suit? Yes. I, yes. Uh, no, 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 no. The civil suits are coming. He's going to get but, suspended but for can't, that, yeah. But can't he appeal the suspensions? He can, but that might keep him out for a long time. Yeah. But anyway... I'm going to go back to like just the morality situation of it. Like the pe- people need to realize that that doesn't mean he's innocent. It, it like of course it not. doesn't. And I've been seeing just a fuck ton of stupid takes and whatever. He's going to get a job because that's just how the NFL is. In a perfect world, uh, someone like that wouldn't be in the NFL. And I'm just glad that it looks like right now I will not have to because I wouldn't. I'm just glad that he's not going to be my quarterback and I would not have to root for him because yeah. I would simply wouldn't do it. So that's all I wanted to say there. He's just a piece of shit. I, and I don't want to. I don't want to be involved in that situation at all. Thank God that uh, us and the 49ers have kind of bowed out of those. No, talks. I'm happy. I, listen, as a Jalen Hurts supporter, I. I mean, obviously. Also, I feel like I lost all this. Him. He's got wildly overrated. Yeah, yeah. Like, but he's, he's still he's a good. Player. He's still very good. He's a very good player. But he's like now he's talked about on like this god level where it's like, oh, when Deshaun Watson comes back, it's like okay, he's he's very good, but he's How not many like quarterbacks are better than them. Like, but not not many five. I mean, he's in like. But a, there's also not a lot of good quarterbacks. He's tier, he's tier two, huh? He's tier two. I think no. tier one of no quarter- tier one is Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, those Tom guys. Brady, yeah. Tom he's Brady. He's not. He's, he's not, not on, on a level. Josh Allen Mahomes he, level. I think he's okay. not. Not I'm yet. Not. not yet. He could be. I mean, he, dude, where, if, apparently he's going to go to uh, the, 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 Panthers. The, the Panthers. He could fucking kill it there. But I mean, I'm still not going to look at the Panthers and be like, oh god, I really wish we traded for him. It's like no, but he def- he definitely has tier one potential. I'm not giving. I was not trying to give up. Big. I think. Wa- don't you think that that's fair though? As I, a player, I agree. He has no, tier yes, one potential. Yeah, yeah I'm he just could saying, be in that conversation. I'm saying right now he's not. No, no, I wouldn't put him there yet. I wouldn't want to give up as many assets as we probably would have had to to acquire a guy yeah. who's most likely going to be suspended and who most likely is a terrible human being. So whatever that is, what it is. Uh, besides that, like like I said, the Eagles haven't really made any moves aside from Reddick. I really don't fucking know what to expect this year. 
I, at all. I really, so the one report I really hate, honestly, was that Juju report. Because I just, I fucking hate Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, I don't so want him. So, he's, like, why? annoying with the whole, like, because TikTok dance no, it's shit, not a, yeah, I would he's like annoying him. annoying with that. But, like, I'm going to be honest. The, the player? I don't think he's that great. Uh, he's he's got. He's better I than. Think he'd be, he's I not really better than Devontae. I don't think he'd be a good number two. That's that's my thing. He's though. better he's, than Kez Watkins. He was good as a number two with AB there. Ever since he just hasn't had the same production. I he think. Really I think how we should receiver. sign Antonio Brown. Fuck it. No, no please. Fuck no. it. No. Let's go. No, because unless you know, no. It would be entertaining. No. He could pop his shirt off, you know, run off the field. He Listen, won, take, like I said, wouldn't want to come here. <laughs> I take Juju just because like there's not really much else to do. I, and I, it's kind of as simple as but that. It, but like I'm, I'm just saying at that point, I'd rather just take somebody in the first round. Which and I also think they're probably going to do yeah. since the Reddick signing. You got to get it. You got to get a free agent receiver, or you got to trade for someone, man. Uh, they got genuinely. Greg Ward. You got to get a veteran in there, man. <laughs> they just resigned Greg really, Ward. You got to get a veteran receiver. What, what happened by now? But, but yeah. like that's that's bad in my opinion. Oh yeah, stop. It's not okay. like it's been a good. But I also don't think the Eagles are anywhere close to being Super Bowl contenders. No, you need. We the, all you, know that you need to hit on the draft. They have no defense. Like we've talked about that before too. Oh wait, we haven't even been here since. Uh, uh, have we been here since Carson Wentz went to? Uh, no, no. So Carson Wentz uh, back in the NFC. Commander went to the Commanders. Um, uh, this is the time I'm going to take a victory lap for myself. I want a lot of people to apologize to Howie Roseman again because this made him look a genius because he just got a first-round pick for this fucking guy. And he is terrible. He's a bum, and he just went for two-thirds. Uh, but again, Howie Roseman missed on a couple draft picks, so everyone thinks he's the worst general manager in all yeah, I'm sports. I'm apologizing to him. Listen, care. <laughs> again, if the, if anybody listening to this podcast... I don't podcast, think anyone thinks he's the worst. If anyone listening to this podcast right now can point me in the direction of a GM that has never missed on a pick, I, I'll gladly accept it's just, him as our... We, we always say this. It's just like... He missed on Jefferson, and that was one of the worst things but ever. But besides that, he is fine. But you just fine. said it. Like, like, that was like a, like, insane. He also, con- no, he I also know. Sh- like, constructed a team from hell after the Super Bowl. But he also and constructed that team that won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not taking that away from him. I know. But and, he and that's also, why he will that, always have a job here. Yeah. If he didn't win that Super Bowl, he'd be gone. No, he'll always have a job here because I guarantee he has pictures on Lori. Yeah, so. there's something going on there. <laughs> but anyway, Carson gets something traded to the Commanders on. for two-thirds. Yes. I mean, how he's going Conditional out sad, second man. Based Very, on his snap count. Yeah, he's going That's out sad. My my favorite part what of that this week. Career. My favorite part this week about it was the uh, went snap counter Twitter account tweeted the yeah. uh, Undertaker rising from the coffin. Yeah, they're back. GIF, and I was cracking the fuck up. They're but back. like, put yourself. Remember that game he got hurt, obviously in 2017, right? Yeah, that, the Rams. That, that, I'll never forget where I was. I was at Temple watching the game, and he goes down, and dude, there were people crying, like like. I could have cried. I, I was in the room with people <laughs> that started crying. Yeah. And I mean, I was very upset too. Picture 2017 when he goes down. You say five years from now, where is he going to be? Washington. Who could after have imagined? A, after a stint in Indianapolis. Oh, it's just dude, crazy. His Indianapolis stint has so many people like mis- miscalculated. Like his interception, the touchdown ratio might not be that bad, but that's because the offense ran through Jonathan Taylor. They didn't yeah, have Jonathan and his, Taylor. I mean, his, they had his, the best running back in the league. His interceptions he did throw were some of the worst interceptions I've <laughs> ever seen in my whole life. And he also life. blew it in the last game of the season, which yeah. would have gotten him into the playoffs. He had a QBR of four. Yeah, so <laughs> the last two games of the season, yeah, not but just the, la- the last if one. He lost, if he won the last one, right, he would have got in. No, yes. no, but I'm saying they had two opportunities to do that. Oh, uh, yeah, the last the, two the weeks. Second, the second of last week, if they had won that game, they were in. And if they had won the week after, they were in. They didn't win. Unbelievable. 
neither of them. Of them. I think it's safe to say he's a transition guy now. Like, he's terrible. The football, uh, I keep calling him the football team. Washington will be looking for a quarterback in the draft, I think, yeah. and that kind of stuff. And, and that's that's just going to be great for Carson. And Carson has, I think he's, flashbacks. I think, but, what, but like, what's going to happen with Heineke? Is he just a backup? I, no, I, I, I don't know. No I, I think he's, I think he has, he has starting someone starter the, potential. Someone at the stable. Seriously, I would take. I would, I would take like someone out there to convince me that Taylor Heineke isn't better than Carson Wentz. Oh, I think he is. There's no. There's nothing that tells me that's true. I think the ceiling's higher. Obviously. Taylor Heineke played in a playoff game two years ago and almost outdueled <laughs> Tom Brady. Yes, Carson Wentz has never played in a playoff game. Exactly. Actually, but sorry, like, what's he's played one. What's going to happen there? Like, it's like if they, tra- if they trade for Wentz, Wentz is the starter, right? Well, there's going to be. Wentz a, is I'm the sure starter. I'm sure you think it's going to be a whole QB. It's going to be a QB battle at camp. I'm sure I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, right. I mean, that would be something. They only gave up two thirds. Yeah, that's like if they do a QB battle. In, in in uh training camp and he loses. Heineke's gonna win. I wouldn't be Heineke's surprised. gonna outperform Carson Wentz. There's no but doubt in my mind. If Frank Reich Dude, Frank Reich had to like apologize to fucking the ownership know, of Indy dude. for that for what happened. That's like insane. Like, and if Frank Reich couldn't get Carson back to form, like, that's it's exactly over. what I was saying. It's like it's dude. over. I really think Carson's like two seasons away from being retired. That's yeah. what I think. Because I think right now look. I think he's a transition guy for Washington and I think he's about to just be Put in the backup role. Like, you know, you know, you know, you know how he's going to go out. He's going to sad. He's going to torn he's, ACL. He's no, he's, probably. But I think he's going to prematurely announce his retirement. He's he's going to have a whole press conference with whatever team he's with. I don't know. You know, I think it's going to be within the next two years. And he's going to cry on the West Coast. And he's going to have the family with him. And he's going to just talk about Jesus and how Jesus wants him to retire. And that's how he's going to go out. It it's just been like, hey, listen, like I listen. I could have hey, predicted he'd be here. Hey, listen, I talked to Jesus. He wants me to retire from football. It's been a blessing. You know, I have nothing but respect for everyone. It's going to be like that. He's going to he's going to fuck someone over contractually. I'm sure. Um, but like he is, he's he's out of here. He's it's done. just funny that like all the people that hated Jalen and loved Carson. Like, yes, there's still a chance Jalen Hurts might not be the guy, but I don't think it could have been any more clear at this point. Carson Wentz was also not the guy. The funny thing is, I kind of want Carson to do like semi well this year, just because of the fact. That I think it would be hilarious if Washington gave him a big contract. Oh my god, that would be so funny because then he'd just be here in the NFC East again for the yeah. next however many years. Because I think this is the last year of his contract. It's right? also going to be funny. He's essentially got to play uh, two two games against the Philly fans. Yep, because Can't Washington wait. gets taken over every yeah, year. That's Lincoln Financial Field South. All right, uh, you got something, Taylor? Yeah, Seamus had a sound. He wanted me to play. Oh, shit. Do you have it? And this guy you could put at any place. You could put him as starting pitcher, long reliever, oh oh, setup man, the left-handed specialist, because they tried everything with him. How about Adam Morgan? Dude, excellent. Six seasons. Excellent. And he Wait failed in every role that they had him on. He was. He failed as a starter. Then they moved him to long reliever, and he was awful. Then they tried making him a setup Wait, man, and he sucked. And then they tried just making him a lefty specialist, and he was terrible. Seamus, nice work. See? So he'll go in the. You're you welcome, go- Cuz. Listen, Anthony Gargano loves me. Okay, I, I just want everyone to know out there, he loves me, and I will listen to that snippet until I die, because the Cuz will have always said that's a sports media dork. Nice work, Cuz. <laughs> Dude, I grew up listening to Gargano. He's like a father. Oh, He's go. like a father to me. That's weird. <laughs> All right. You guys ready to round right, up the show here? Let's with send something? someone to jail. We're going to send some people to jail. Oh, here we go. Kanye West. Uh, 
still having a mental breakdown. We're not batting for the Phillies. No. We're sending him to the psych ward. Yeah, he needs to go to a mental hospital. Number one, Pete Skeet. Davidson Jr. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay, Pat, go ahead. I'm sending Doc to jail. Oh, no. Let's go. I mean, yes. yes. Isn't it's, he's been back. waiting for this. He's back. I, I know, but like <laughs> at this point, I mean, this guy's got what? What? Consecutive sentences. Like, no, times I know. I mean, he just keeps coming back and trying to get parole. And I'm just saying, no, every time. If the Sixers are like a second round exit sentence. again, Doc Rivers is finally maybe going to get public, publicly executed. <laughs> I will execute him yeah, myself. He's getting, he uh, can't beheaded. publicly execute somebody that walks the way this guy walks. Oh I mean, God. he's got some he serious problems. He walks like Danny Green runs. Oh my God, <laughs> yes! Yes! He does. Big time old man walk. Oh, so he's got uh, he's got like, like, like I don't know if he knows how to wipe properly. I feel like a sense of nostalgia when Pat sends Doc to jail. It just feels right. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it but does. You, know, you know it's going to end up fucking us. Yeah. Because we're going to this is going to be the end of round two of the playoffs. We're, we're gone. We do the next show. Pat's going to be crying about Doc Rivers going to jail because he somehow fucked us during a series. We're yeah. going to get swept by, like, Brooklyn. Ben Simmons is going to, like, fucking drop 50 on us on, right, in a game. Game-winning game winning dunk. Game-winning dunk. <laughs> Shame, you want to go next Harden's or should I go? Face. Go ahead, Vince. Uh, okay, I've had... I've had beef with this Twitter account on this podcast many a times. Uh, I'm sending a stat news guy to jail because today they tweeted out that they're testing out turning off their replies because their mentions are full. They say full of trolls. Dude, your fucking Twitter account is just biased stats that you use to troll. Yes. Like, why are you upset that the people in your mentions are doing the exact same thing to you? I think the exact uh, explanation was that. They weren't sports geared enough. Like what? They are cowards. Dude, like that's, uh, that's it's as simple as that. That page it could be so good too. That's I know. what pisses me off. I know they have a great app. Mm-hmm. I, their app is great. A tremendous. But app. they could be a fucking phenomenal great basketball website. account if they just tweeted cool stats. Yeah. But yeah. instead they have like Who's narrative driven that, that things in all of it. Who's worse, them or the AD two RPQRS one? I don't know what that the one is. that steals content, you say? Oh, oh, wait. oh, oh, ADP, ADP, A2D, A2D, A2D. Who's worse? Probably uh, A2D because yeah. stealing work is more dishonorable than know. being a troll. A- A2D's got you know your favorite, your other favorite Twitter account as a member, oh, proud member. Just stop it. Stealing people's, stealing people's work, stealing people's content is worse than being is worse than being a troll. Yes. That's my opinion. Yeah, so. Is it worse than being... No, I'm not going to go down Stat there. <laughs> Statmuse guy, I wish I knew your name. You're going to jail. It's probably... It's probably it might be Colangelo. No. You don't know. I wish. He's got a history of You're accounts. Twitter accounts, right? By the way, what happened to Kevin Durant's burner accounts? Oh, well, he just started owning up to the Twitter so, thing. Because now he, he just, just tweets it himself. He just does it on... Yeah, which uh, I love. Under his own name. All right, can I send someone to jail now? <laughs> yeah, Tower, you go first. James is going to jail because he's the most technically <laughs> illiterate person that's born after 1995. Uh, I was born August 8th, 1996. 1996. 0809696. Doesn't that's know also how the passcode to his phone. It's my password for everything. <laughs> Doesn't know how to send something from his phone into an email, and that's <laughs> blasphemy. Well, you know what? <laughs> my dad knows his phone better than you do, and that's alarming. I'm much older than your dad, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> listen, I'll take that. I'll take that jail sentence. I deserve it. What Wait, would does you that do mean Seamus doesn't get to send anybody to jail Wait, since he's in jail? What, what would you do with the laptop? 
Well, I've had a laptop, but of course it self-destructed before I even used it. So I don't know. I don't never, like, I never, never had a laptop. He never used it. And, and it just, he opened it one day and it didn't work. So now his cousin has had it for the past like six months. Wow. Because his cousin apparently works for Windows and just hasn't fixed it for Microsoft. Him. I don't know if that's the same thing. But yeah, pretty much. Same idea, same ballpark, right? If you're having trouble with a smartphone, you're fucking done for if you look at a desktop or well, a listen, I Listen, I've never claimed to be a computer scientist. <laughs> this isn't a good thing. We, you don't you need, need to be to a computer up. scientist. I'm a computer scientist. <laughs> I know you are. So, I mean, what's... So what? You don't need... Do you think Vince is a computer scientist? He, I don't... I have no clue what the All hell right, he does. Seamus, you gotta <laughs> see someone in the jail. Um, I gotta go John Middleton. Okay. Philly's owner, John Middleton, deserves to go to jail for, frankly, and I don't care if we get Schwarber, uh, uh, the, I was going to say Kobe, God forbid, <laughs> but the other KB, who, by the way, I think is better at his sport than Kobe was at his, but well, yeah, that's a different story. But, um, and the only reason why people like Kobe is because he's dead now. But um, I, I think that John Middleton should go to jail because he's totally incompetent, just absolutely incompetent as an owner. He doesn't care about winning. He doesn't have stupid money, and if he does, he doesn't want to spend it. He's wasting Bryce Harper's prime. It's it's ridiculous. It's a slap in the face to us. It's a slap in the face to Bryce Harper. He should sell the team. That's all. All right. There we go. Um, I guess we could wrap up this segment. Uh, anything you guys want to say on the way out here? I just want to say I'm very happy for Joe Buck, who's one of the best announcers in the game, in all of sports, he's one of the best, most talented broadcasters that there are. That there is, uh, I'm happy for him that he's going to ESPN. That's going to be a great, great. He ESPN. He's going to ESPN now. He left Fox Sports yes, to go to I'm ESPN. I'm saying he is at ESPN. That's, yeah, I'm happy. Yes. I'm happy. You for guys him. are agreeing. That's breaking news. <laughs> you know, it, it just came out not a, not that long ago. So I wanted to um, congratulate him. What's he going to be the voice of Monday Night Football? Monday now? Night Football, and he's going to do some ESPN Plus. They needed somebody. He's going to do some ESPN Plus projects, too. Whatever that means, I don't know. But I am sad that he will no longer be working World Series games, which leads me to believe that gives me a glimmer of hope. Maybe Al Michaels goes to Fox. Maybe Al Michaels goes to Fox. And Amazon Al, Money. And Al can do some World Series games. Amazon like Money. old times. uh do you past. want Al Michaels to? I love Al Michaels as a baseball announcer. Are you kidding me? All right. <laughs> He's got some of the most iconic calls in the history of baseball. All right. Well, I don't really have any final thoughts except for the fact that I got to be up at 4.45 in the morning and I'm already <laughs> dreading it. So you don't think that Joe Buck's going to oh, do Jesus a good job at ESPN? I think he's going to be horrible. I oh, also, him, Baker anyway. Mayfield tweeted uh, at a little like fucking long note to Cleveland. Looks like he's going to be gone. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen that um, coming. He tweeted so Deshaun, a whole. He Deshaun tweeted, Watson. He tweeted a whole uh, thank you to Cleveland in the first page. On the second page, uh, Cleveland will always be part of me and Emily and my story, and we will Bro, always be thankful for the, the impact they have in our lives. I've given this franchise everything I have. Yada yada yada. The past four years, but nothing short of life changing. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it seems like he's gone. No more Alice Cooper commercials. That's a bummer, dude. I, I actually love those commercials. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think Baker Mayfield stinks. So. Yeah, no, I just love those commercials. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny to see the Browns just Baker to the Eagles. Suck. Please, please no, Taylor. <laughs> please, God <laughs> fucking no. Please. I wouldn't put it past Howie. <laughs> All right, let's um, round this thing out. So I just want to give a message to the Sixers. Please stop. <laughs> please, please just like get hey, your Sixers, shit together. Hey, Sixers, if you're listening. 
please, like, James Harden, shoot more. You shouldn't be taking less shots than George Niang in a game. Um, oh, God, that's so bad. <laughs> so please just get your shit together. I have faith in you. Figure it the fuck out. Um, yeah, so. All right. 1098. Uh, <laughs> Thursday. 1098. Tobias Harris sucks. Thursday. From the nosebleeds after dark, look out for our tweet. Well, uh, I, I, oh, no, I we're not doing black- Thursday. I'm going to no, be blackout drunk. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to be hammered. Look forward to a tweet. We'll talk to you guys next week. God, God. We're